Hello, hello everyone and welcome. I'm your host Ariane. I'm a tarot reader, an astrologer, and a psychosynthesis life coach. And you are listening to the fifth episode of the Neptunian Serenity podcast. In today's episode, we'll be doing a tarot reading, especially for the sign of Cancer, Sun, Moon, Rising. And the theme of this tarot reading will be a message from your ancestors. So I hope you're excited. Let's get into it. Just a few points I want to address before we get into the actual reading. Um, this is the uh, fourth installment of this Zodiac series of messages from your ancestors. Meaning, what I mean by that is that I have been doing a similar reading in an episode for every single sign. So I'm going it going in the natural order of the zodiac. So you are the fourth sign. By the time I get to you, I've already done Aries, Taurus, and Gemini. And say hello to my cat in the background. <laughs> and um I will continue and do all of the signs. Okay, so make sure that you check your other ones, the ones that I've already uploaded. Make sure you follow the podcast. Uh, to uh, be notified and, you know, click the notification bell so that you can get the other readings as well. You don't miss out. And even if you're listening to this a long time from now, I will be continuing with a series of the kind uh, once every, a new one every month. And the theme will change every month. And the theme will always be connected to the current zodiac season that we're in. So right now we're doing messages from your ancestors in honor of Scorpio season, because it's Scorpio season right now when I'm recording this, and I did last month, I did my first series, but I did it on my YouTube, also Neptunian Serenity, linked down below in the episode notes. Uh, I did a love reading series in honor of Libra season, and I have already some ideas for the next ones, Sagittarius and Capricorn, but I will unveil it when I'm sure and when we actually get there to, you know, keep the excitement, keep the mystery. So if you like the way that I read, if you like these formats of readings, make sure that you follow the podcast so you don't miss out. And I'm also going to post on this podcast like some other maybe astrology related stuff or just personal opinions as well, but I'm going to post a bunch of tarot stuff. All right, um, last thing I want to say is that, well, second to last thing I want to say before we start is that, uh, as you heard earlier, yes, of course, this these readings are meant for Sun, Moon, Rising, so whichever of those three you have the sign of Cancer in, uh, will that, you know, this reading is for you and will resonate, but I personally recommend that for this specific series, okay, because of the theme, that you listen to your Moon sign. I think it would be uh, it will be especially insightful and uh, resonating for you, okay? Well, you do whatever you want, and since my uh, intention is for all three big three, it should still resonate, even if this isn't your moon sign. But I, I really recommend that you check out your moon sign, just in case you weren't going to check it out. Okay, so I think I said everything I wanted to say, and my cat as well. <laughs> so let me just pull a few cards for you, and we'll get started. Cancer, I hope you're ready. I hope you're excited. Let's get into your message from your ancestors. So, uh, just to clarify a little bit before we get into it, ancestors obviously referring to uh, people from your lineage, either uh, recent past or very, very long past, long time ago, who have 
passed on and have left their human body and ego behind and have kept their soul and therefore have uh, or have become this kind of spiritual entity that has like a higher perspective and wisdom that we human beings who are still alive don't necessarily have. And our ancestors are often part of our spiritual team or spirit guides. Uh, we are focusing on the ancestors uh, today who have been watching over you and have a message, loving guidance uh, for you today. And yes, ancestors can include uh, people that you've actually known in this life who have passed on. Um, but they, to be included in the term ancestors, they must have been older than you and also have been at least like one generation up. So like not a sibling or a cousin who's passed on if you if that's happened to you, but like a parent or a grandparent, something like that. Uh, yes, like they may come through, through your ancestors, but like up until now, like we haven't, and that was not necessarily my intention either, we, we haven't like had like one specific person or energy try to identify themselves. It's more like we're calling on to your ancestors as a collective uh, and they come through in that way. Okay, so... All right, glad that we clarified that. So I pre-pulled, um, also if you wanna see your cards on the spread, cause I know that's like the only downside of um, listening to a tarot reading instead of watching it on YouTube, for example. Uh, after I finished a reading, I take like a video showing the cards and I publish it as a reel on my Instagram or as a story, but I'm gonna put it, put it in a highlight on my profile. Um, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna name it like podcast spreads. So, uh, if you want to see, you can check it out there. My Instagram is at neptunian.serenity. Make sure that you follow me on there, and you can easily find me. Or if you want the link directly, it is in the description of the episode. Okay. But with that out of the way, I pre-pulled three oracle cards for, for you to start out this reading, which I'm very excited about. You're the first sign where I haven't pre-pulled three cards from the same oracle. I don't know, I feel called to do this, so I have two on each side that are from the Starseed Oracle, and the one in the middle is from the Moonology Oracle. And I pulled them face down, meaning that I haven't seen them either, and I'm going to discover them at the same time as you as we unveil them one by one and for this for these first three i'm not going to do too much uh interpretation like uh myself and i mean if i get into it if it's i'll mention it but we will also read from um the booklet for these cards okay and then we'll get into the tarot and everything else well these are your first messages from your ancestors okay cancer so let's unveil the first card together We have weight of the world, boundaries, let it go, it's not yours to carry. Mm. Okay. I'm getting the idea of stepping into a new phase of your life, into a new version of yourself, and this is something that you need to let go of, not having boundaries or letting people's energy affect you to the point where it genuinely hinders your physical, mental health energy and uh, limits you in the things that you can do in your day-to-day -day and the things you can accomplish. Um, I'm also getting the imagery of like stepping into a new life because I forgot to mention it, but I wanted to say it. I don't think I've pulled any of those cards, but uh, before, uh, when I was, you know, st stop recording after the intro and pulled these cards, um, 
I also pulled all the decks I was going to use today out of their boxes and shuffled them a bit just to clear the energy to get them ready for you, which I always do. And sometimes when I do that, I, I like see a card or two that like strikes me and I'm like, oh, the energy is going to be there. And sometimes I pull it afterwards during the reading. But this time, like something really peculiar happened and I was so surprised. In two different decks that I'm using, when I split the deck, I saw a card. Both of them had a very similar uh, imagery to it and they're decks by different people. One of them is an oracle, the other is a, is a tarot deck. But I literally stopped in my tracks and I was like, what? I was like, what the hell? This has never happened to me. And it was the imagery of like some kind of like maybe like a temple entry or like a, a portal entry. Some Like at the center of the car, there was this like portal or this entry filled with light. And it was like in the, the shape of an arch. Arch? Yeah. Um, and there were some lights around it. It was just like I was flabbergasted. Yeah, that's the word for sure. I was like, what the hell? And I didn't even read what was on the cards. Like, I don't know what the name of the cards were, but that I was just like, oh my gosh, I need to like mention this. And now that we have this first card, because I was like, even if I don't pull these cards, that's for sure significant. I have to say it. Um, yeah, there could be something about stepping, stepping into the light in the sense of like stepping into your own light more deeply and more confidently. Mm-hmm. Wow, but yeah, it was crazy. I was like, what? In all the time I've done tarot, not nothing like that has ever happened to me. Okay, let's reveal your second card now. <laughs> we have Cracked Open, Rock Bottom, Surrender to the Alchemy of Life. Ooh, okay, yeah, okay. You're going through some rough stuff. At least that's how it's feeling for you right now. Like, both of these cards are quite difficult, right? Here we have weight of the world and then cracked open and it says rock bottom. Yeah, you've you've like fallen deep into like the shadow of the collective unconscious is what I'm hearing. Yeah, it's like not even your own shadow. And also like your own shadow is not necessarily scary or a bad thing, right? It's just your subconscious. Um but it's like you're letting other people's fears and shadow uh, intoxicate you. And that's why you're... F yeah, you might be feeling like all over the place, like really scared or really angry or really sad or whichever challenging emotion it may be for you. I don't want to say negative emotion because emotions are um, always neutral. It's just our, ex our personal experience of it that... Uh, makes it challenging or, or enjoyable. Um, yeah, you might be feeling those types of emotions and you don't understand why because there's not a particular reason or a particular trigger for those emotions. Um, and I'm here to tell you the reason why is because they're other people's emotions. They're not yours. So for other people, they're being triggered by something very clear or very straightforward. Like, I don't know. Um, they lost their job, so now they're sad. Or they're scared that they're not going to be able to pay their rent. And then, so for them, it's very concrete. They know why they're feeling sad or angry or whatever, or or scared. But then, like, you pick up on those emotions, and then you feel angry, scared, and sad, and you don't even know why. And it's not just because you're hypersensitive or 
you feel emotions deeply because those are not yours to carry. Literally, that's what it says on the card, right? It's not yours to carry. And I think this is happening, well, partially... Uh, yeah, it, it is happening subconsciously. But let's, let's see your third card before we get... Because I have a theory here. I think I know what could be going on, but let's see. And let's wait until we pull some tarot. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. We have the Newman and Leo. Confidence is your key to success. Didn't I say the word confident earlier? I think I did. Yes, I mean, this conf confirms a lot for me. You're really, really being called. Your ancestors, that's the message of your ancestors here. Being called to step into your own self as separated from other people's identities and individuality. You're really meant to tap into your own individuality because you are losing yourself in the collective and you're not meant to do that. Like, you are, you're not just like a, you're not like a spiritual entity that is connected to everything and doesn't even have a physical body. You're not meant to experience your human life like this. There's a reason why us human beings have uh, an individuality in our own brains, in our own hearts, in our own physical bodies that, yes, are connected energetically and spiritually to others, but that are still physically separate, okay? Uh, we need to honor both the both and of being connected to a collective greater than us and also to understand that we are our own person and it's important that we know who we are, that we protect who we are, that if we have personal aspirations and dreams and gifts that we pose, we, we put those into action and uh, do something with them because there's a reason you have that particular dream. And I feel like this last thing I've just said is something that's been coming up multiple times. I feel like I've said that multiple times in the other readings as well. So there seems to be some kind of collective energy here. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, this is why we have the sign of Leo, because that's what the sign of Leo is about, being connected to the self and uh, knowing your own individuality and your personal gifts and wanting to shine for who you are as a human being individually. And I know that, um, obviously I'm a professional astrologer, so I have a pretty in-depth and nuanced uh, perception of every, every single sign. I know that online, you know, people who use astrology more as like a little fun hobby and, you know, just consume memes, which I don't, you know, I don't think lesser of those people but i just want to say of course like that's not necessarily all there is to assign if that's all you hear from from that kind of content there's a lot of people who think leo is like a selfish sign self-centered to a certain extent of course there is like a distorted way of tapping into the this energy when you you become genuinely selfish or genuinely hurtful of other people because you're too focused on yourself but to a certain extent that's how leo is meant to be they they are meant to shine their own individual light and know who they are as a person, uh, difference, d differentiating themselves from their partner, their children, their parents, their family, their country of origin, whatever it is, they are meant to shine their own individual light and figure out who they are as a person. And they are meant to teach the collective and inspire the collective to do the same. Okay, I, you know, I think there's a lot of Leos. No, sorry, that's not what, There's a lot of people who get annoyed and intimidated by leos because 
those Leos are shining their own light and the people who are upset by that are too scared to shine their own light and that's why they get uncomfortable and bothered by those Leos. For real. Like some people think call Leos, uh, the Leos that they meet like self-centered and annoying and all that kind of stuff because they love themselves because those Leos love themselves but it's just because the, it's a ref, they're reflecting to, to, to that other person that that other person is not loving themselves. You know what I mean? I feel like grammatically that sentence was a bit hectic, but um, hopefully you know what I mean. Yeah, and you know, every single, when you actually start to think about a zodiac sign as archetypes instead of people, which I highly recommend, okay? That's one of the best ways to actually learn more in depth and nuanced and more objectively about every single zodiac sign to not think about I don't know, your cousin Mary, who's a Leo moon, every single time you think of the sign of Leo, because <laughs> that's going to affect your percep- perception of that sign, of however you feel about your cousin Mary, <laughs> for example. Um, you understand that when we have the zodiac wheel, which is a, a, a circle, right? Every single sign has their place on it. Every single sign has the same amount of space, which is 30 degrees. And every single sign is necessary to have the balance of the wheel and what that means on a human level is that we need as humans to have people who embody the archetypes and the energies of every single sign to have balance in our society every single sign brings something new gift new perspectives new nuance to our society so it is important that we have every single zodiac sign. Every single zodiac sign is here to teach us something. Especially when we don't have that sign strongly in our own birth chart. And people who are born with the archetype of Leo, the sign of Leo, strong in their natal chart are meant to show the collective how to embrace who you are, how to allow yourself to be seen, how to get to know who you are and express that individuality and put it into the world how to be authentically yourself and courageously yourself and how when you are your own person and allow yourself to show that to the world, you inspire everyone else to do so and everybody wins. That's what the sign of Leo is about. And that's what people with Leo placements are meant to bring into the world. And regardless of whether or not you, Cancer, have a Leo placement or not, you can tap into this energy. And this archetype, this energy of Leo, is what you're meant to tap into right now because you don't have enough of it. And you need to tap into this energy to rebalance yourself, to get yourself out of those two very difficult energies of the two other cards we got for you. The cracked open and the weight of the world. Do you understand? Yeah. And also, I want to say you're in the right place because you are listening to a Leo Sun and Mercury Tarot Reader right now. So... (laughs) you're welcome. You are getting this heartful Leo energy from me already right now as I speak to you. So nourish yourself on it. Enjoy. (laughs) Okay. I talked so passionately about Leo for so long that my tea is cold. Okay. Okay. So So that was already a very strong um, message already coming through. Wow, 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 wow. Okay, so.
So love that. And if you have Leo placements in your natal chart that you don't know as much about or that, or that you feel are being hindered right now or, you know, you feel like you haven't tapped into the full potential of what I was talking about earlier, right? What Leo placements are meant to bring into the world and you would like some advice and guidance on how to do that, as I said, I'm a professional astrologer, so feel free to book a, an astrology session with me and we can talk about that and I can look at your particular uh, Leo placements, where they're at, what they're doing, and how you can make the best of them and express them, okay? Even if you don't, obviously I'm always here uh, for you, but that was a PSA for those of you who do have Leo placements and you're like, how do I get the most out of them? Or I don't know much about them yet. Um, let's let's meet up let's chat okay it's going to be incredibly helpful for you for sure okay yeah you are meant to have a new beginning exactly what i was talking about see that's why we saw those portal things well that's why i saw them before i've been in your reading and then i was i got the message of like stepping into a new new version of yourself a new phase of your life so, so okay cancer's ancestors <laughs> can you please come through for cancer what do you wish to tell them what do they need to know what's important for this for them at this time please wow oh very interesting have you been seeing the number 333 because I just pulled two, three cards at the same time. So I feel like in numerologically, if that's even a word, this number is important for you right now. Maybe you've been seeing 333. If yes, I mean, this is just another, an additional sign that this reading is divinely guided just for you right now. <laughs> so enjoy that. Okay. Are you sure? Okay, sure. Alright, give me a second while I place your cards. Maybe in the other episodes I should put like a little a little music when I'm doing this. See, I'm still pretty new to this podcast stuff. Um you got more cards than I was expecting, so I have to like move my spread around to make it work on my desk. Make it work. <laughs> That was funny. So I'm using the Moon Child Tarot, by the way. Which, oh my god, I mean, that's great because you are literally a moon child, Cancer baby. Right? You are ruled by the moon. Um, why do I have this card too? I don't want it. Okay, fine. <laughs> Your ancestors are, are, are insisting right now that I take a bunch of cards. Oh, and how beautiful. At the bottom of the deck, we have the chariot, which is your card, right? It's the card connected to cancer. I have, I pulled, I, even after I told you about the threes thing, I pulled another three card. So you have three of the four threes. <laughs> is that enough numbers for you in a sentence? Three of the four threes of the tarot out on the table uh, right now. So this is definitely significant. And yeah, three through three, literally. Oh my gosh. Or if, even if you haven't seen this number recently much, watch as you start seeing it everywhere right after you listen to this episode. I swear to God. Literally, if it happens, 
Tell me. Reach out to me on Instagram and tell me. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> okay, so we have the chariot at the bottom of the deck. We have, after that, we have the three of pentacles in reverse, clarified by the hermit in reverse. I feel like I pulled, and the other readings for the other signs I've been doing, I feel like I pulled the hermit in reverse like a few times now. Which is crazy. That Yeah, there's a sentiment of like people needing to, people have kind of been more recluse in the recent months or the recent year and have been, you know, more like, you know, 12th house kind of voluntary isolation and solitude to kind of replenish themselves and rest and, and, and process a lot of the changes. And now, like, you're kind of being called to just, like, step into the out outside world again, step into the light again. And even I'm going through something like that, okay, like, personally, recently. So that's pretty crazy. There seems to be something in the collective about that. Or maybe I'm, like, I'm, like, channeling the people who are going through this, especially right now, because I also went through this, so I, I am reaching your energy more easily, but I don't know. So, okay, we have those cards. Then we have the Five of Pentacles in reverse, clarified by the Five of Wands. Five, five, okay, interesting. We have the Page of Wands, clarified by the Star in reverse. The Three of Wands, clarified by the Three of Cups. There you go. The Fool, clarified by Justice. And the Fool was the first card to came through. That's when I was like, yeah, you need a new beginning. I mean, that's as clear as day, right? And then lastly, you have the Eight of Cups in reverse, clarified by the Three of Swords in reverse. Okay, so let's uh, dive deeper into these cards now. All right, I just realized that um, when I pulled your first few Oracle cards, like the first three we just talked about, I said I was going to read from the booklet and not do too much personal interpretation, and then that's all that I did. I got carried away, which is so funny. <laughs> See, you know, the messages come through however they're meant to come through. So what I said was meant to be said, and that's why I said it. Um, do I want to read them now? Yeah, okay, I do feel called to read them still, so let's read them now. And then we'll talk about your tarot cards. Okay, so. Let's actually start with Cracked Open. So as a, as a reminder, it was Cracked Open, Rock Bottom, Surrender to the Alchemy of Life. Don't let the weight and density of the world squash your tender spirit. Instead, let it call even more of it home, into your body, at the center front of your life. It's through the extreme pressure of life's trials that diamonds are cultivated. It's when things are at their darkest that we cultivate proper faith and our light is ignited. It's through the crumbling that we can allow our wounds to be alchemized. Let your pain, sorrow, and losses make you, not break you. Let life alchemize your tragedies into gold. Be open to being cracked open, wide open. It's the difficult times that help us grow in leaps and bounds and in ways we could only dream were possible. But first, they have to crack us open. Sometimes it hurts like hell. It's nature's way. Whether, whether you let it happen or not, it's going to happen. So surrender to the process. It's how the light gets in. When your heart cracks open, a space is created for your soul to more fully enter. When your soul cracks open, a space is created for the grace of the Holy Spirit to enter. Let your trials, your sorrows, your pains, and your losses transform you into more and more of yourself. 
Stay open to the possibility that your tragedies, your losses, your sorrows, and your hurt happened for you, not to you. Bless the thing that broke you down and cracked you open because the world needs you open. Surrender to the alchemy of life. And the starseed soul inquiry is, how can you let life crack you open? <laughs> I think that's already happened. Okay, so yeah, I was essentially in the same vein of what I was saying, but in more details. And then the next card, weight of the world, boundaries, let it go, it's not yours to carry. You don't need to carry it at all. You're no good to anyone if you're running them empty and bogged down by the weight of the world. This card is a reminder to look after your own well-being before anyone else's, to stop carrying the world's problems on your shoulders, to put on your own oxygen mask first. In these changing times, it's hard not to feel overwhelmed by the state of the planet. This booklet was written before COVID. Can you imagine now? <laughs> However, you can't take on its problems from a place of energetic depletion. This card is thanking you for caring so much. You want to build a better world and ease the road for others, and that's incredible. But the way you've been doing so is likely unsustainable. This isn't, e this isn't to say you should switch off to the world's problems and become unconscious. Rather, it's a call to establish clear boundaries so you're not constantly taken out energetically. The planet needs you to be healthy, both physically and emotionally. So instead of di digesting the news or reaching for your phone as soon as you wake up, show up first to a nourishing practice such as meditation, soul inquiry, deep breathing, or exercising in nature. Once you're in a state of grace and your inner well is full, you can face the day, the state of the world, and care for others. And at the, at the day's end, take an energetic shower by emptying out anything that's not yours to carry. You can pick it up again the next morning if you so choose, but give yourself time and space to rejuvenate and rest. And the, soul, the starseed soul inquiry is, what are you carrying that isn't even yours? Yes, okay. So while I was reading that, I got the imagery of, um, oh my god, that's so annoying. There's such a big, sorry, there's such a big noise outside that wasn't there before and it's like really bugging me. I don't even know what it is, but it just, it's like it starts and then it stops. It starts and then it stops, which is why it's so freaking annoying. Oh, okay. Well, you know, that could be symbolic, right? Don't let the outside noise just completely bog you down or distract you completely. <laughs> We're going to do that. I don't think it's loud enough for you to hear, but it's definitely loud enough for me to hear. Okay. Um, let's see. You know, for the first card that... Yeah, okay, I was talking about social media. Sorry. I have ADHD, so sometimes I just lose my... My, my thoughts and I forget what I was going to say um yeah if you have like I, I saw the imagery of like someone who's very into right social justice and speaking up for the what's happening in the world what's going wrong what who what people what country needs help um and as we as you know as the card said in the booklet that's a very honorable thing to do that's a very beautiful thing and of course you have the best of intentions 
but you need to realize and value your own health is being affected here. Your own either physical or mental or both health are being impacted in ways that are not helping anybody. Because I think you're very much, you keep up, you keep track and keep up with like what's happening. So every single time there's like a new country or a new place or new devastating catastrophe that happens to someone in the world, like you become aware of it, right? You follow like uh, media that will let you know about this and you will post about it. You will think about it a lot. You will talk about it a lot. You will tell other people to share it, talk about it. Uh, and again, there's nothing inherently wrong with this, but it's just like you are not meant to carry all of that, okay? And it's impeding too much on impeding too much on your day and your own energy, okay? And I was literally thinking about that the other day. It's like even like social media, it's like that didn't exist until recently. Like us human beings, we're not meant to know of every single catastrophe and heartbreak and injustice that happens in the world. We're not necessarily meant to know all those things happen or if yes we're meant to hear about them like months later through the newspaper or we're not meant to actually see videos of what's actually happening as if we're there like we're not meant to take on other people's trauma and make it traumatize us okay i think that's an important thing here and of course witnessing it from afar is totally different from being there and you know doing it out of empathy and compassion and wanting things to change when there there's an injustice but the thing is if you're letting it traumatize you too and you think that that's like your duty as someone who is more privileged and doesn't have this happening to you like you're wrong that's what that's not me saying that that's your ancestor saying that okay because like sometimes you know i was thinking about that too it's like like sometimes there's almost nothing we can do like, you know, if you generally think about it, like, sometimes all you can do is, like, share it on social media. Sometimes donate a few dollars, sure. And I don't know, maybe you're, like, super rich, so you, so you can donate a bunch of money. And if so, then, of course, your impact is bigger. But, um, like, sometimes, yes, we can help, but not that much. So how much of our own energy and health are we compromising for that? And it's impossible. Honestly, especially recently, there's so much bad shit happening that um it's like impossible to remember and keep track of all the people who are you know being uh experiencing violence and injustice so it's like you cannot make that a priority for you like actually it you need to change your perspective is what your ancestors are saying because when you step into this leo energy that archetype that we talked about earlier and you dedicate most of your time and energy on becoming your own person, embodying your own gifts, finding your own gifts, you know, embodying your life purpose, whichever that may be, when you're aligned with yourself and you are expressing and owning your personal gifts that were given to you in this lifetime, you're actually helping everyone else so much more. That's the thing. I'm not, we're not, you know, they're not telling you this to tell you, you should, you should stop caring your ancestors telling you this to be like what you're doing the way that you're trying to help those people right now first of all it's not your life purpose to care only about that okay but like it's not actually helping them out there's a, another way to help that to help them out those people out that is more indirectly for sure but that will actually be 
in the long run more beneficial for everybody and especially not have to compromise your own physical and mental health that's very very important and uh you know i think that you may be someone who you kind of scoff or ridicule ridicule or see people who say like oh i don't really read the news to like preserve my own health as kind of I don't know, selfish or disconnected or, you know, you very much criticize that. And, you know, to a certain extent, it's true that sometimes it's, you know, people do become disconnected sometimes to a point where it's not good. But actually, you're meant to become more like that right now. I know. I know. (laughs) Very confronting for you, potentially, right? Also, I want to tell you, I keep splitting the deck. Uh, Sometimes when I'm reading like this, I'll, like, play around with the deck. Uh... And I keep, and I split it, like, uh, quote-unquote, randomly. Uh, but I keep splitting it to the same card, and it's the Ace of Cups. So I, I wanted to let you know that. Um, yeah, the Fool. Because, see, the first card that I pulled was the Fool, which represents new beginnings, right? And then clarified by Justice, which speaks of balance. And, of course, Justice, as the name says... So it's like you need a new beginning that is more balanced for you. That's what this means in a very literal, uh, straightforward fashion to talk about these cards. That's what you need. Yeah. Also, on the full card, there is a a human being. But there's also like a white wolf and a bunch of butterflies. So there could be something about like a spirit animal. I don't know if you have a pet Obviously, it wouldn't be a wolf, but like, um, <laughs> if you have a pet, they could be like your spirit animal, your spirit guide, or maybe you're going to have a new pet soon, find a new pet. If you like find a pet outside in a random place that's really close to your place and you feel like, oh, I should bring them home, it could be a sign that like this pet is meant for you and is sent to you by the universe, your ancestors, to be like a kind of a spirit guide incarnated through them. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It can be a sign that those, this pet or these animals or just animals in general are here to help you on this journey and spending time with them can be really replenishing for you, really healing for you. Um, yeah, especially if you like live alone or with people that you can't always talk about this with or who don't necessarily make you feel rested. Uh, you need to rest a bit and uh, recharge and when you're spending time with an animal or animals, that's really helpful so that is like a PSA for you um what else do I want to talk about here I want to talk I want to look in the booklet for this five of wands card because the imagery is quite interesting it's very different from more from most five of wands and I feel like when I look in the booklet um it's also going to give me more clarity as to why it's clarifying the Five of Pentacles in reverse. I'm going to, oh, at first there's a description of like the actual um, imagery, so I'm going to read that for you. Three sisters stand beneath the vibrant form of Saturn, a planet that is associated with limitation and restriction. Here they appear as equal in their stance, but beneath the surface of their own hearts, They hide their own personal hopes and dreams. Their energies are filled with competition and opposition with one another. Mmm. Oh, wow, that is very interesting. Yes, I think this this card is um, 
traditionally linked to Saturn and Leo, is it not? Which is it? Which can sometimes be a bit more distorted expression of Leo. Yeah. Okay. I think. Oh. Okay. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I see where this is going. And do you have a sibling who's a Leo? <laughs> or a sibling who has Leo placements, or a cousin, someone that you grew up around that was kind of like a sibling, or another child who was your parents compared you to a lot. I think what I'm getting from this is that there's someone close to you, or someone you grew up with, or someone that you, you know, you're in your early years, in your, what's it called, formative years, um, there was someone in your entourage who was uh, probably literally had Leo placements, but they were embodying a more distorted version of the Leo archetype. And because of that, which could have been like selfish and, um, you know, self-centered to the point of, of forgetting like uh, the rest of how their actions and words impact the rest of humanity being very... Uh, stubborn that they it's the their own way or the highway kind of thing and also thinking that to be ambitious means to be competitive in a way that's very aggressive and very mean uh, i think that you witnessed that uh, whether you remember it or not and because of that you subconsciously rejected the archetype of leo within yourself thinking that oh and this is regardless of whether or not you, you right now consciously think like, oh, Leos are like this, ha ha ha. You know, regardless of that, it could be completely subconscious. And we're talking about energy here. So it's you're probably not rationalizing it as like, or wording it as like the archetype of Leo, but I'm just telling you like, that's what that energy is. Um, yeah, you completely rejected the potential of the archetype of Leo because... Um, you thought it would it's a, it's a negative thing or you thought that oh my gosh <laughs> sorry is <laughs> right okay let me explain because when i was talking about this i was literally thinking the archetype of leo in a positive way in a constructive way in a heart-based way um i was thinking like maybe i should read in the booklet i, I didn't pull those cards but maybe afterwards i should read like the Leo cards, and I was thinking like the strength card or the sun card, which are both connected to Leo, and then I split the deck randomly as I was speaking, and boom, the freaking sun card. Like, I swear to God. Okay, so we will do that. We will read the sun, and the sun, the, the sun card is literally the happiest card in the entire tarot deck, and it's a Leo card. You cannot think, consciously or subconsciously, that Leo energy is negative if it brings you to your highest potential of happiness. Do you see how that like that's not working anymore, right? Your own um, your own logic is not working like that. <laughs> and yes, if you consciously have like some issues with some Leo people, or you have a kind of oh when someone tells you that they're a Leo, um, I mean you might have to kind of uh, reconsider this a bit or ask yourself why, right? Like why does that kind of energy make you kind of ooh away, right? Oh, yeah, okay, I'm going to read that, continue that description of the Five of Wands. Again, um, yeah, they all, you know, they hide their own personal hopes and dreams in the description of the card. That's the thing, it's like you have your own dream. Uh, you might have grown up in a, a household where you were told what your dreams should be 
or what kind of dreams and aspirations were acceptable and which others were not or which ones were better or you were heavily pushed into this kind of study field or this kind of career or it, it was at least made very clear to you that some of them are much better and much more accepted by your parents or guardians or maybe you were compared to like a sibling and they liked uh, and thought that what your sibling was doing was better or they were doing it in a better way and that was really uh, painful for you of course and now it's time to reawaken this personal dream of yours to really you know if you've kind of had this own personal dream that you kind of sacrificed because you thought it's impossible or they will never like it or let me do it or I need to hide that part of myself to be accepted and loved no you've been sacrificing too much of your own individuality which is Leo to the point where you this is why you're at the point where you're at right now with weight of the world and cracked open right when we talked about like you're kind of at rock bottom it's difficult it's because of this because because you've been rejecting such huge parts of yourself and you're not fully embodying and understanding that you are your own person and accepting that and being courageous around that okay you're meant to do your own thing yeah regardless of what other people think of it okay let's read the five of wands deals with struggles and conflict either because you feel you must stick up for yourself or because the ideas of someone else clash with your own this could also signify challenges within yourself that you are having to work through at some point they will make themselves known whether through your behavior and involuntary expressions or the stress levels you experience how can you focus on rerouting your thoughts your or process what needs to be shed and released it could be that you will find yourself competing with someone who is equally ambitious as you are. If you feel as though you are overburdened by the energies of others, take a step back and rest within your own stillness. Now more, more than ever, it is important to honor your heart and make your priorities clear. This card is not about teamwork. It is about your own personal goals, goals and strengths. Yes. There could be a thing here about like you wanting to pursue the same field or the same dream as like someone else around you and you don't want to be called like a copier or you you know it's going to be a big thing because you don't want to be like they're, you're going to be literally their competition right um there could be something about right now you're engaged in some kind of teamwork project at work or you're having a business business with someone else or you're supporting someone else's work you're working i don't know you're working for the business that like your partner owns or a family member owns and it's kind of like it could cause conflicts if you ch if you go after your own personal dreams which is why you haven't done so yet right because if it was easier for you you wouldn't be here today you wouldn't get this kind of reading today because you would already be chasing that dream but like it's time because like all of this difficult and sorrowful energy that you're in right now is caused by this and if you don't actually have the courage to take action and be like this is who i am and this is who i'm gonna be and i'm gonna make it happen it's only going to get worse it's like you either step into that new portal of light on your own or you just stay here and see your light just diminish more and more with time so you know you have a choice but is there really a choice to be made here <laughs> you know Okay, let's read the sun card because it's we've gotten a bit gloomy here and I want to tell you what the potential of you pursuing this is for you, which is great happiness, truly. 
Okay, inner child success, soul family celebration, and love. The description of the imagery of the card says, Dancing beneath the golden radiance of the sun, two friends rejoice in the brilliance of the day, connecting their hearts as one. This is a sacred inner sanctuary that resides within us all. It sums up the best and brightest times in our lives. After all, of the winding paths and forks in the road have led us to these moments of blissful peace. The gentle message of this key connects directly to your heart, the sun of the body, and replenishes your life with warmth and radiance. When its light shines through, all avenues of personal fulfillment and success are imbued with abundance as the universe supports and nurtures your path. This positive energy also amplifies your inner strength. As your optimism and joy have come to a peak, you realize the underlying current of love that serves your highest self and you are excelling in new and vibrant ways. When you resonate with this high vibration, it is only natural that more light will shine down upon you and the ones you love. Bask in this healing, transformational energy. It has guided you this far. A time to pour all of your enthusiasm and vitality into your dreams. Your dreams. <laughs> you get it? <laughs> Have I said it enough times? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. This is also why, like, with the cards we have here, I also want to say, like, um, if you think there's going to be conflict with your family or your partner, that's possible. But you have friends who will stick with you, who will love you for who you are, who will be your greatest cheerleaders. And uh, even if you have some kind of fallout or argument or difficulties with people in your family, your you, that bond is only going to grow closer and deeper with your friends because they're going to be there for you. Okay, if there's anything about you needing to um, move out or move away at any point, I'm seeing that you could have a friend who could uh, house you for some time, okay, for free or just whatever that you need. They're going to be there for you. They're going to be your support system, okay? And if it's not your current friends, it's going to be that as soon as you make this this uh, switch and start going in the direction that you want and the field that you want to be in, you're going to soon uh, meet new people that you're going to be friends with and really, really connect on a soul family level. Okay, because we have the sun card with the two friends uh, on the imagery, which is not always the case. Sometimes the sun cards often is just one person on it. And here it's two friends dancing together and celebrating this happiness and this warmth and enthusiasm that they're feeling together which is really great and really encouraging so if you're thinking to do my own path i need to be the freaking lone wolf and like sacrifice all my relationships with everyone that's not true maybe that's why we have the wolf on the on the full card which i talked about maybe at first there's going to be you know some changes in your relationships and some a, a bit of a period of time where you're a bit more uh, alone and solitary but the, that's not how it's meant to be you will meet people who will understand you and see you as you are and, and and want to just cheer you on for exactly what you want to achieve if that's something you're worrying about because we have the three because that's the thing we have the three of pentacles in reverse so it's like whatever this is about this is about you this is your dream and you're probably going to work on it or achieve it on your own 
which is why we have the Three of Pentacles in reverse, because the Three of Pentacles upright is about teamwork. That's not what this is about anymore. And we already said with the Five of Wands that this is not about teamwork anymore. If you are right now in a teamwork kind of thing, it's you're kind of like being the like Beyonce of the group. You know what I mean? Like if you've been doing some kind of teamwork, you have that secret dream and aspiration of like, I want to get it on my own and it's time to actually do it. And, and you know, leave the group and do it on your own because it's what you're dreaming of. And of course, in the beginning, sometimes there's some people who are going to be like, oh, why, why is she leaving? Like, that's not fair to other people. That's so sad. But no one's talking about that anymore. Everyone's just talking about Beyonce and loving her solo music. So what are you waiting for to have your own Beyonce moments? <laughs> Literally what it is, you know, have your Beyonce moment. And doesn't she have... I think she does have a Leo placement, at least one. I don't remember by heart. Is it? No, it's not the moon. I think she has Scorpio moon. I think she has Mars in Leo. I might be saying nonsense, but I do think she has at least one placement in Leo. So there you have it. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, you have three of wands and three of cups upright. And these are very much about uh, friendship as well and having people support you on your own endeavors and pulling into your cup and emotional fulfillment and happiness and abundance uh, having that emotional abundance uh, with your friends or people you have friendly connections with it's very very beautiful energy and i love this for you uh, this this is really because you need to hear that you're not you're not meant to be alone you're not going to, going to be all alone when you choose yourself you need to you need to hear that so your ancestors were like you make sure that you're highlighting that very much <laughs> And the last thing I want to say with these cards is we have the Page of Wands here. Clarified by the star in reverse. Okay, there is something about you, your creative side, your enthusiastic, optimistic, visionary side, which is the suit of wands for you, um, hasn't been fully developed because you've kind of suppressed it or you kind of didn't allow it to continue to grow with the stuff that we talked about earlier when you rejected that from yourself, right? Which is why you have the page, because the page is the first card of the chord cards in the tarot, right? We have the page first, which is the more younger and experimented energy. Then we have the knight, and then we have the king and the queen who are both at mastery level. And I do want to tell you, at the top of the deck, you know, I, I always talk about the, the card at the bottom of the deck, but I do like to uh, talk about... Um, personally and check out the card that's at the top sometimes too and i did look earlier and it is the king of wands okay so you're meant to go from page of wands to king of wands and also like the star reverse underneath the page of wands tells me that and you know you have the three of swords in reverse there's just some past pains that you've just put a pause onto onto processing there's some past pains and they could be directly connected to this or you may be very surprised at which ones those are that are affected by this pattern by the situation for you of choosing yourself there's some past pains and some past patterns there's some healing that has needed to happen that you've put a pause on or life has put a pause on when you decided not to pursue your own personal dreams and this needs to become unblocked and actually happen and it's going to happen when you Allow yourself to be creative again and to create again with the Page of Wands. And you're going to heal a bunch of stuff, transform a bunch, have that new beginning for yourself, and then eventually um, 
transform into the king of wands so yeah enjoy that let me tell you some keywords about the king of wands okay so the page of wands you have confidence courage rebelliousness and discovery And then with the King of Wands, we have visionary, motivational, entrepreneurial, leader. And the inquiry is, how am I cultivating my own expression in dreams? <laughs> what new insights and inventions beckon me now? I mean, there you go. This is also definitely a sign if you want to make your passion um, like a business or something. This is very much like in the cards that this is possible for you and you're going to make it happen eventually if you start doing it. If you want to become some kind of motivational speaker, that could happen. Even if you don't want to or don't think about that now, um, this process that you're doing right now of like actually uh, prioritizing yourself and choosing yourself, like it's going to be a very kind of like a core moment of your own evolution in your own life. Uh, and it's going to be very awesome. And you're actually going to potentially start doing some kind of like motivational speeches and conferences. Uh, around that to uh, encourage people to step into their own light as well eventually isn't that exciting <laughs> okay the last thing i want to do well i believe last we'll see but um what i want to do now is pull some cards from the archetype card stack okay that's really there's not any other title it's just archetype cards um and I, I understand now as well why I, I pulled out this deck for this uh, reading because I was surprised at first I, I felt called to it. But this is very much about individual archetypes and your individual person, okay? Um, I also want to say, I don't know if, if we're going to pull it or not, but uh, I kept seeing it when I was pre-stuffing before the reading, right? When the, I just, the queen card kept coming out. So there you go. <laughs> but, um, which is very Leo as well, right? <laughs> I want to ask what archetypes energies are going to help you on this quest and on this journey? Like what type of energies are you meant to embody? Which ones are going to help you when you embody them, when you tap into them? Oh my gosh. <laughs> we got even better than Queen, y'all. Okay, hold on. Let me pull all of them before I tell you. Which one are which ones are going to help you out? Yeah, okay. I'm not gonna take the reversals. Which archetype are going okay, Cancer's ancestors, can you come through? Which archetypes and energies are going to help them and support them uh, as they choose themselves? Oh, yeah, okay. This one too. Okay. Sorry, I'm just arranging your cards. 
Give me a second. Okay, at the bottom of the deck we have the knight. But the first card that came through and the one that I was like, oh my gosh, y'all, this is even better than, and made me chuckle, and I was like, this is even better than the queen. We have the goddess. <laughs> Embody your own goddess energy, okay? Even if you're a man, even if you're non-binary, whatever, this goddess archetype uh, can be felt and tapped into by anyone, any gender, okay? Just embody your own inner goddess, okay? And uh, the attributes that you're meant to embody and that are going to help you on this quest are the feminine expressed through wisdom, nature, life force, and sensuality. I'm going to read you your other uh, archetypes and their attributes and keep in mind that those are the ones you want to uh, have with you on this personal quest. Okay, we have lover, great passion and devotion unbridled appreciation of someone or something and that unbridled appreciation can be of yourself as well we have warrior strength skill discipline and toughness of will heroism stoicism and self-sacrifice in conquering the ego wow okay next we have exorcist okay and you know, hear me out. There's a light and a shadow attributes to each, uh, to each card. And because of the question that I ask, you know, only the light or attributes are relevant for you right now. The light attribute of the Exorcist is freeing yourself and others of destructive impulses. Beautiful. Then we have Martyr, and the light attributes of this archetype are learning the transcendent nature of service to oneself or a cause. And lastly, we have beggar. Confronts empowerment at the level of physical survival. Awakens the spiritual authority of humility, compassion, and self-esteem. Mm. Wow. Okay. And I didn't read you the attributes for the knight, which was at the bottom of the deck, which are loyalty, romance, and chivalry, a love of honor. Beautiful. And I do want to tell you, you also have gotten a blank card which let me explain in this deck when I got it, there was a few blank cards and I read in the booklet that the author of the deck meant it as uh, cards to actually allow us to create and draw our own archetypes. But I personally decided to not do that because I didn't have any specific ideas or anything to not do that, but still keep the cards uh, in the deck and when they come through I see them I interpret them as like there is still mystery to be found there is still some energy that is unknown and that you'll figure out and experience on the way so everything that I've said to you is relevant for you and as well there's even more that you don't necessarily see or need to know about just yet but it's there got it <laughs> okay cancer I think that's gonna be it for you right now I've been talking for a bit now I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that this was helpful and insightful and um, transformational for you because I feel like that's the way your ancestors want it to be for you. Um, if you did enjoy it, make sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss out on my next uh, readings, on my next episodes. If you liked the podcast, you can also give it a five star five stars rating that really helps me out. Thank you. Uh, you can thank your ancestors, right? Um, you know, 
on your own, right, in your mind or out loud. <laughs> and um, you can con continue connecting with them. If you'd like to work one-on-one -on -one with me uh, to uh, more deeply either about this or something else, I do tarot readings, I do channel readings from deities, I do astrology readings, and I do life coaching. All the information, details, and how to book that will be uh, at the link in the description of the episode. If you also would like to tip me monetarily for this uh, reading, that's always appreciated. Uh, there's a link to do so as well in the description of the episode. Uh, if you want to see your cards, go on my Instagram. And um, yeah, I think I've said everything I wanted to say. Thank you for spending your time with me here. Sending you so much love. And I'll see you next time. Bye!